the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. Hi Kids! My name is Bria Katz and I'm 11 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Robert Maluzzi. He is a fireman. I will be speaking to him in a little while. Also, on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth, and you will be able to win a prize from Kid & Co. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 and please sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Kids today. Stay tuned. You're listening to Kids on 101.9 High FM. I have Robert Maluzzi with me, a fireman. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Robert. Good afternoon and afternoon to the listeners out there. Okay, um, I'm going to start with the questions. What yeah. do you have to do to become a fireman? Okay, after what is it that one has to do when you want to be a fireman? You have to, of course, go to school like your friends, like yourself. And then after that, completing your metric, you have to uh, do a firefighter one training, which is going to take you um, a couple of months, about uh, three to four months. And then uh, you will have to go and also do a a hazmat awareness uh, course and also a basic ambulance course. And then also after that, you have to have your driver's license. You need to have a code 10 and above. So those will be uh, the requirements. So it's firefighter one, a basic ambulance course. You have to have your metric and then also your driver's license together with your uh, PDP. Those will be uh, the requirements for entrance level for you to be hired uh, within the city of Johannesburg uh, Emergency Management Services. Oh, okay. I see. Yes. And what is HESMED awareness? Uh, HESMED awareness is just a basic course for you to be able to understand the hazardous materials. If there's an, an incident where, which involves hazardous spillage of hazardous materials, you can be able to, to manage the uh, situations like that. And also the basic ambulance course, it's a... It's a course, medical course, which allows you to be able to uh, work in an ambulance. Oh, okay. Yes. And do you do any courses while, like in your career, sort of? Yes, yes, there are. You can actually further your studies. If you want to further your studies in your uh, institutions of higher learning, like university, you can also go study a diploma and also a degree at, up until a master's degree in fire technology. And you can also do the same on emergency uh, medical uh, services. You can do your diploma, you can do your degree and also your master's also. So you can actually study further within the, the fire service. Okay. Yeah. And how long does 
does it usually take to become a fireman with all of these courses and everything? Oh, for, for you, for the entrance level, for the basic uh, entrance level for you to become a firefighter, it will take you about uh, six months for you six to qualify. Months. Yeah, about six months oh, okay. for you to qualify to be a firefighter. Not yeah. too long, eh? No, not too long. Not yeah. too long. Yeah, but this is a very vigorous and stressful uh, training. Eh? Yeah. There's a lot of running, pick up, picking up of you know heavy stuff. It's a very stressful you have to study a lot. So it needs somebody who's uh, mentally and physically strong to uh, handle the situation. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And what do you enjoy, enjoy about being a firefighter? I, I think um, the most important thing is to uh, help, you know, assist, uh, make it different in, the, in our communities, making sure that we assist um, uh, anybody within our communities who need assistance, be it a medical emergency or fire and rescue services. You, you like that? Yeah, no. I, I do. I do enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. And what don't you enjoy about being a firefighter? I think it's um, a number of incidents which involve young ch- young children. You know, yeah, like yourself. You know, it's it's it's, it's they are not. It's not good to attend to incidences where you know which involves young people because they're still much more younger there's still a lot of things which they need to see you know going on into their life so yeah those will be uh, disturbing incidences which it involves young children it can be for example fire incidents where young children are banned you know accident motor vehicle accidents which involving young children yeah i'll say those will be the most disturbing ones okay yeah. and what company do you work for I work for the city of Johannesburg Emergency Management Services, which falls under the city of Johannesburg Municipality, oh. Metropolitan Municipality, yes. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so are there people who work under you? Yes, there are a number of um, uh, people who work in our office. Uh, so there's a whole lot of uh, people who work in, the, in our service because we've got about uh, uh, almost 30 fire stations so each and every station fire station will have at least about uh, between uh, 40 and 50 firefighter emergency uh, services uh, uh, personnel who work in a specific stations okay yeah. and what are they like directly under you do you like tell them what to do, things like that. Yes, yes. Uh, in a, in a, in a, in a, in uh, for instance, in, in, uh, in if if there's an incident, yes, we work as a as a team. We call it a platoon. So in a shift, you find out that there's a team of about ten people who work in a specific shift. If it's a day shift, we will come in at seven. We will knock off at seven in the evening. So those will be the number of people uh, one manages in a specific shift. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what attributes do you value most in those people who work under you? I think uh, it's, it's teamwork, you know, it's working together and uh, also achieving our goal of uh, rendering uh, effective professional emergency services to all the residents of the city at all times. And were you scared on your first rescue? Yeah, I will say yes. You know, yeah, because it's 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 it's, it's the first time, you know, you you will always have that fear, but uh, due to the training kind of training which we receive, I think I was uh, ready to handle emergencies because you need to be much more calm because when you attend to emergencies most of the people you're attending to they're panicking most of them they're crying you know they're running around they're not you know uh, so you need to make sure that you calm them down reassure them that you are there to assist them so you need somebody who's focused who's uh, strong enough to uh, 
uh, deal with uh, you know those dangerous and stressful uh, situations and conditions we work under is. And what do you wear when you go to put out a fire? Yeah, uh, when we go to put out a fire, we wear um, you know this uh, firefighting kit. You know, we call it a firefighting kit gear or a bunker gear. It's a if you can see there, it's, 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 those, these are pants, and then this is a jacket, which we we wear when we are in, uh, you know, when we go into a a building. I can just wait uh, for you and show you. Yeah. Oh you know? wow! Well, thank you for bringing them into studio. Yeah, so that you can be able to see it. You'll yes. be able to. Yeah, I know. So so this this will be the uh, the kit we wear when we go inside the building, and also, you know, uh, the helmet. To make sure that we protect, you know, our, uh, the head and also our face, so that if for any falling debris which might be falling from a, a burning building, so this will be the uh, the kit which we wear when we are uh, doing our conducting our firefighting operations. Okay, yeah. so it's it looks big, nice, eh? Big bulky coat. Yeah, it that is. That comes eh? up to yeah. just above your knees. Yeah, and it, it, it's a little bit heavy. That's why you need to be yeah. physically fit. Yeah. You'll 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 have a feel of it after the show, and then you'll feel yes. it. Yeah, it's it's. And a yeah, protective helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's in protect. Make sure that uh, we are protected when we are inside the building. Yes. And do these boots, big yellow boots, have any yes. purpose? Sorry? Do they have any? Yes, they, uh, actually, you know, the the whole kit it's it's made out of um, a fire a resistant fabric, of course, uh, your. Kevlar and uh, Aramid. So what happens is it can resist, you know, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, uh, fire. But it doesn't mean that you can just jump into the flames and then uh, you're not gonna you know, burn. So it assists us not to, you know, uh, get burnt while we are busy conducting uh, firefighting operations. Okay. Yeah. And what type of glass is on that helmet over there? Looks like it's a very special type. Yeah, of glass. it's a special type of, uh, type of glass, which uh, is which is not easily, uh, you know, uh, breakable. Of course, it has to uh, comply with the uh, NFPA uh, standard uh, 1971, National uh, Fire Prevention Association standard uh, uh, 1971. Uh, that is the required standard for all our. You know, uh, uh, headgears. You know, our firefighting operations uh, helmets to make sure that it's uh, it's got all the safety. It meets all the safety requirements so that you don't get injured while you are conducting uh, firefighting operations. Okay, and can one put a fire out with the garden hose? Yes, at home you can. You can be able to use it because remember, at home you guys you don't have a. Uh, what is it? You don't have uh, your um, hoses and also, you know, a fire engine like us as firefighters, which we use when we are doing a firefighting operation. So if there's a fire, you can be able to use your, your garden hose to, to extinguish the fire. Yes. It will also depend on what kind of a fire is it. If it's an, a, a fire which involves electricity, of course, you're not going to use water. You'll use uh, maybe a bucket of sand. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm, because so, the water will react as you put it on, you know, your mm. electricity. Yeah. Yeah, I heard of mm. a story where mm. the neighbor threw a garden hose over the wall yeah. when her neighbor's house was burning. Yeah. So I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, you can be able to use it. Yes, yes. you can. Yeah. Okay, mm. we're now going to have a song and we're going to carry on with the questions afterwards. Okay. 
You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. Today I have Robert Maluzzi, a fireman, in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019 or call 010-140-3020. Let's carry on with the questions, Robert. Yeah. Okay. Do you use anything besides water to put a fire out? Yes. We, in our fire engines, we carry also a foam, uh, which we use to um, extinguish other types of fires. Like, for instance, if uh, uh, there's a need for, let's, let's say it's a, there's a fire which involves um, any other materials which doesn't need water, uh, then we'll use, uh, you know, uh, that, that, that foam. And also, if, for instance, uh, in our fire engines, we'll also carry other equipment which you can use, you know, except uh, water, which will be like our fire extinguishers, which you can be able to use to extinguish a fire. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is a fire extinguisher and what is it in mm-hmm. it? Uh, a fire extinguisher is a firefighting uh, equipment which you can use to fight, to extinguish smaller fires you know be it at home be it in a vehicle be it in a taxi be it in a bus or in a train so and then inside they they there's a different kinds of them there's others which have got a, a co2 on it and then the others so have got a dry chemical powder on it and then the others which have got a foam on uh, on it so they 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 differ in terms of um, where are you going to use them when you extinguish uh, you know different types of fires Oh, so you can mm-hmm. keep in houses, schools. Yes, yes, yes. You actually supposed to have uh, uh, them in schools, in preschools, daycare centers, everywhere. Even here in studios, you you supposed to have one so that if there is a fire incident here in the building, you can be able to uh, if, uh, extinguish the fire. As you know, because a fire, fire a fire extinguisher, you can only use it uh during uh the incipient phase when the fire starts you know you can't use it for a huge uh, uh fires as soon as the fire starts you can be able to use a you see a fire starting you can be able to use a fire extinguisher but if it's a prolonged fire then you can't use you have to uh, wait for us as firefighters to come and extinguish it yeah because it might be dangerous for you to extinguish that fire yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've actually got one in our kitchen now that mm. we think about it. Yes, yes, yes. That's where you are likely to, to have, you know, a fire incident. That is the reason why you have it. So, yeah. Mm. And what else can one use except a fire extinguisher to protect one's house? Oh, it's, 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 um, you can keep a, you know, a bucket of water. You can keep a bucket of sand. Those will be the things which you can use to, you know, extinguish the fire because you don't really have to have a fire extinguisher. If you can't have a, a fire um, extinguisher, you can also make sure that all the time you've got a bucket of sand which is ready to extinguish the fire and also a bucket of water which is ready to extinguish the fire. And also, um, as an early warning uh, system, you can also have a smoke uh, a detector or a smoke alarm. Uh, you know, uh, most of the fire incidents, they actually happen or they occur when we are fast asleep at home. So this smoke alarm or a smoke detector will help us to be able to wake up and evacuate and get out of the building. It's got a, an alarm and you go as soon as 
uh, the smoke reaches, you know, uh, where you know the smoke alarm is, it gives us that bell, so that uh, alarm, so that everybody can be able to evacuate uh, the building. So it's very important. Uh, smoke detectors uh, saves lives, so it's very important for us to make sure that we have uh, smoke alarms. It's either at home or in our uh, schools or any other. Uh, working um, environment where we are, buildings where we are, so that we can be able to uh, uh, these smoke alarms can be able to assist us to evacuate when there's, you know, smoke uh, in the building, especially at home. Thank you. Whoever doesn't have a smoke alarm should go and get one right now. Yes, yes, yes. It's very important. Stop listening to the radio. Yes, it's very important. It's very important. Yeah. Um, And I've heard of something called a fire safe. So if metal, it's made out of metal, right? Yeah. So if metal burns, yeah. then why doesn't a fire safe burn in a burning house? <coughs> yeah, sorry. It's because, uh, you know, a metal needs um, to be exposed to a lot of uh, high, uh, you know, hot, uh, extremely hot temperatures. So we're looking at uh, American, we're using our um, American, uh, you know, textbooks. We're looking at about almost uh, between 2,750 to about 3,500 Fahrenheit, you know, degrees of, you know, heat for you to uh, be able to, uh, you know, metals like iron and titanium to, to melt. So you'll need an extremely hot temperatures for you to be able to. Uh, uh, you know, uh, for steel to be able to melt or to burn, yes. Yeah. So, fire ha- house fires are nearly s- uh, hot enough to do that. I can imagine. Yes. Yes. Uh, no. Not really. Yeah. No. 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 You really need an extremely, uh, very, very, very hot temperatures. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sounds very clever, and you can keep all mm. your documents inside there. Yeah. So I can imagine it's a very big thing to have to go uh, and get all those documents back once your house, God forbid, burns. Yeah. Yeah. And how does it feel to risk your life every day? I think it feels good. You feel like you, you've got a purpose, you know, in life. You, you're making a difference in your community because it's, it's, it's our, you know, work line of work is more than a job. You know, it's more than a career. It's more of a calling. You know, community service to our, you know, all the residents out there. So it makes you feel good. It makes you feel that you have actually made a, a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. 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 And what is the riskiest situation you've been in? Uh, there's been a lot of, you know, uh, because every time actually when we respond to incidents, uh, there's always a risk. Firstly, when you, you, when you leave a fire station, you're driving, you might get involved in an accident. You might, you know, uh, be involved in another uh, accident while you're responding to an emergency. When you get to an incident, while you're busy fighting the fire, the building might collapse on you while you're busy extinguishing the fire. So there's always, you know, every day when we go out there, there's always a risk of you uh, getting hurt or, you know, actually losing your life while you're trying to uh, help, you know, uh, uh, somebody else, uh, you know, uh, to survive. That is why we say that it's it's a noble, you know, career. It's it's something which you have to do. You have to have compassion to help other people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is arson? Uh, arson is a deliberate uh, fire setting. That's a, a situation where uh, one will decide deliberately to set a building. 
alight or whatever it might be a vehicle or any other property alight deliberately, which is uh, according to uh, South African laws, it's a criminal uh, offence. One can actually get arrested and you know go behind bars because of that. It's it's wrong for people to you know do you know uh, uh, find themselves. Uh, conducting these criminal uh, activities, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And do you ever go to court because of arsenal? Yes, yes, yes. If you you do that, you can actually be arre- arrested and be charged. Yes. Yes, yeah. but and do you ever have to go and be a witness in court? Yeah, in our line of work, yes, uh, because sometimes you find out that you're assisting somebody who has actually maybe robbed you know, a shop or there were people who lost their lives, they will want to know, uh, they will want to know more information as to what happened. As an emergency services where, uh, you know, worker, you are, you must always be prepared to go and testify in, you know, the court of law, doing the court of law, because you might find out that there are incidences where you'll have to come and give evidence as to what happened or what transpired during a specific incident. And have you ever mm. been to court because of arson? As a no, no, no. I have. I've never been. I have never been in here yeah, because of that. No. But people do go. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Yeah, when they do. But that, that, that's why it's very important for young, you know, children out there, you know, your friends out there, uh, to make sure that they stay away from, you know, cigarette lighters and minches. You know, cigarette lighters and minches are not for uh, younger children. So we don't encourage young children to play with these things because they might, you know, set, you know. You know, uh, if they felt a light, and then they may, you might also find out that there's animals out there. We have to look after our animals. So as soon as you 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 know you set you know our vegetation out there a light, then you 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 just you you actually describe a lot of things. You know, our vegetation and also you know animals which are out there which you know are supposed to live you know so so it's not advisable for young children to play with cigarette lighters and minches and what do you love most about your job um what i uh, love most about our job is that we out there uh, to uh, make sure that we firstly make it different and help those who are in need of uh, any assistance, be it uh, medical emergency or fire and rescue. So yeah, those will be most of the you know things I like about uh, uh, our line of work. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. And what is the most difficult part of your job? I think uh, the most difficult part of our job is when we don't win because we don't win all the incidences. There are incidences where we don't, if it's a fire incident, we don't manage to save the house. You know, that would be disturbing because that's somebody's house. You know, these kids, you know, they work hard, for, uh, hard to be able to have that house. Uh, incidences where, you know, we lose somebody's life while we're trying to save that life. Those will be some of the, you know, disturbing incidences because we don't win all the time, you know. Uh, So those will be some of the incidences where we don't feel good when we have to go back without, you know, saving that life. Yeah. So so those will be one of the most disturbing, you know, incidences we come across on a day-to-day basis. Of course, when we win, we feel good. So and then when we lose, you know, we are we feel 
you know, disturbed and depressed and things like that. Yeah. But we know in our line of work, we cannot win all the time, you know, but we, we, from our side, because we have got, uh, we are compassion, uh, you know, we've got this uh, compassion of helping, you know, people out there. So we just feel that we have to do, you know, better. That is the reason why all the time we, we promise to uh, render effective and, uh, professional emergency services uh, at all times to all our residents. Mm-hmm. Hope I haven't scared anybody by asking that question. No, Sorry no, if no. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the most inspirational experience you've been in? Uh, I think it's uh, being making sure that, you know, um, for instance, our uh, communities out there are informed about for instance, if there's an emergency, what is it that they can do? And also the feedback we get from them when we have uh, assisted them. It's, I think it's, it's good. It makes you feel good about what you have done. And you also want to, you get inspired, you know, yes. to, to, to do more. So I will say it's a positive feedback we get from our the people we, we assist. And also a negative one, you know. It also keeps us going because... Uh, I think if people they don't criticize us, we are not going to be able to improve on our service. So when people stops us and say, no, there you didn't do good, there you did good, then we feel good. We we have to go out there and do our homework and make sure that we improve on the service we're rendering. Yeah. And have you ever been in an experience where somebody's house burns down and then other people come and offer them food and clothes? Yes, yes, yes. In most of the times that happen, especially in our most vulnerable communities, because you will understand that in the city of Johannesburg, where we are, uh, most there is a number of uh, informal settlements where the area is informal. Most of them, they are staying in shacks. So most of them, those people, they are using paraffin stoves, candles, and this kind of uh, heating and lighting appliances, they make them vulnerable to fire incidents. So you'll find out that when there's a fire incident, at least between 100 and uh, maybe 200 uh, dwellings will be destroyed by the fire. You find out that they lose everything, their food, their clothing, and things like that. There will be non-governmental organizations. There will be people, individuals who will come, organizations, schools, churches, you know, who will come and assist, give blankets, food parcels, and things like that. So, yeah, we have been in a number of fire incidents. Like lately, I think uh, uh, the last weekend, the previous incident, we had an incident in... Uh, uh, Jumpers informal settlements is in Cleveland where about uh, 98 sheikhs uh, were affected by a fire and where about 256 people were uh, left homeless. So there have been a number of uh, non-governmental organizations which came to assist them with food parcels and blankets. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Eh? Mm-hmm. And where would you like to be in the next five years? Oh, maybe in the next five years within the fire service, maybe uh, being, you know, a fire chief somewhere in, you know, I don't know where, but somewhere in South Africa, being a fire chief, uh, maybe uh, managing a fire department. Yeah. Well, I really hope you Did, get that. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping so also. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Robert Maluzzi, mm-hmm. for coming on Car Kids and teaching us about the awesome work you do. And also want to applaud you. Thank you so much for your service and for risking your life every day to save people and 
Thank you. No, thank you very much for inviting me again. Uh, I was here some few months ago. I think uh, last year I came here. I had a wonderful time, and I'm also happy that you invited me again. I also had a wonderful time with you, and I'm sure with your friends out there at home who are listening to us. So I'm just hoping that this winter they are not going to cause any trouble. You know, wherever they are, be it at school, be it at home, they're not going to play with matches and lighters. They will stay away from uh, matches and lighters. And also, they're not going to play with, uh, you know, winter is coming. They will make sure that they don't play with heaters and things like that because those things can cause a fire incident during, especially during winter time when we're trying to, you know, warm ourselves. And also when we go to swim, we'll make sure that when we go to, uh, you know, next to the swimming pools or in areas where the swimming pools, we'll make sure that we have adults who are looking after us so that we don't drown. And we will stay away from river streams and dams so that we don't, you know, uh, find ourselves drowning in those uh, uh, river streams because i know most of our friends out there you know they sometimes get naughty they want to play in the dangerous places and things like that so i'm um, so i uh, will be safe and then they will be listening to me again when i come again when you guys invite me again to come and you know uh talk to you guys thank you very much uh, for thank listening you. to me yeah thank you for your service thank you